Welcome to TBT's podcast. I'm Dan Friel. On this edition, Josh Brown has a great interview with back-to-back TBT champion DJ Kennedy of Overseas Elite. Now, Overseas Elite is going for their third straight TBT title and trying to go 19-0 and in TBT history. And DJ's done some recruiting in the offseason, bringing in Dewan Blair, the former Pitt standout and NBA forward which really has strengthened Overseas Elite to a degree that everybody is talking about this team. Now, remember that TBT actually tips off this weekend in Philadelphia with the Jamboree. If you haven't bought your tickets yet, you can certainly do so. Just go to thetournament.com and click on tickets at the top. You'll be brought to that link. Make sure you purchase those tickets for the Jamboree this weekend in Philadelphia, June 17th and 18th. Also, TBT will be all around the country starting in July. We're going to be in Charlotte on on July 8th and 9th, and also in Philadelphia again for the regional rounds on July 8th and 9th. We're going to be in Los Vegas on July 15th and 16th, and in Peoria, Illinois at Bradley University on July 15th and 16th for regional rounds there as well. After that, we're going to move on to New York. Tickets are on sale for the Super 16, which will be played at LIU Brooklyn in Brooklyn, New York. And then finally, we're going to end up in Baltimore for the semifinals and the championship at Coppin State University. I think you're really going to enjoy and be impressed with the crowds that we're going to get at these places. So be a part of those crowds and get your tickets now. Remember also that you can subscribe to TBT's podcast on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you hit that little subscribe button. And if you think about it, Share this podcast with all your friends and family so that they know as much about TBT as you do. You'll also find TBT all over social media. We're at the tournament on Twitter, facebook.com backslash the tournament, and on Instagram, you'll find us at the.tournament. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy the interview with DJ Kennedy, and we'll talk to you again soon. Welcoming in now a special guest to the TBT podcast, a two-time TBT champion with Overseas Elite, DJ Kennedy. DJ, we really appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, thanks. It's a pleasure, man. It's crazy. We're already in the beginning of June. It's kind of hard to believe that TBT's already almost back, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just seemed like it went quick. I mean, come back from overseas, and it's, it's like right here, so... So a lot of guys are preparing. I know we are. A lot of guys are preparing for TBT. I mean, it's less than a month away, so I'm sure guys are looking forward to it. Also the same. How do you prepare for TBT? I saw your video uh, earlier yesterday getting shots up in the gym, but how do you guys? How are you going to prepare as a team? Are you guys going to do like a training camp? Do you all just kind of do your own thing? How do you get ready for TBT? Uh, crazy thing about the last two years, we, we actually never even practiced you know? We, we actually won both with no practice. I know a lot of teams practice. But uh, I think this year we'll, I mean, we know it's a lot. The stakes are a lot higher just being uh, we uh, won it back-to-back. and uh, Target's on our back. So we're, we're going to definitely prepare this year. I mean, even if it's a week before or whatever, we're going to really try to get something in just so we can really just be prepared and just uh, be able to come out. And we don't want to – go out there unprepared or think it's going to be easy because we know the target's on our back. So I think we would definitely do something ahead of time. I always hear that in sports, people talking about, you know, the target on their back. Like, you know, this year the target was on Golden State's back because they brought in Kevin Durant or, you know, the target's on LeBron's back. Do you guys as, you know, professional athletes, athletes, do you really feel that, that coming into the tournament, that teams are going to give you their best effort day in and day out because you won the championship? Can you kind of feel that, again, teams really want to give it to you when they play you? Oh, definitely. I mean, we seen it last year. I mean, man, we won it one year out. We feel like a lot of teams look at our team and be like, man, there's no way they should have won it. Like, we could beat them. And so we feel like every team we're going to give our best shot, every team we're going to get their best shot. So we always got to be prepared for that. Just, man, it's a one-game format. 
So we, we, we always feel like the underdogs, but we also feel like every team feel like they can beat us. They feel like they, they should have won the money. If we would have played them, there's a lot of teams that feel like if they had played us, they would have beat us. So we are we 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 try to take that, and that's what motivates us, and that's what keeps us going. Definitely, and I well, we were joking with somebody. I think it was John Dre. Uh, you know, last year during the tournament, how we actually, we gave you guys a two seed and you made us uh, look bad for that, obviously going and winning the championship. Was that motivation to you that you guys won the championship and then you were only one of two defending regional champions to knock at a number one seed? Oh, yeah, that was definitely motivation. I mean, I think that was the biggest for us just coming in like, oh, we won it and we get a two seed. So, I mean, I think any little thing we can take for motivation, we're going to take it and use it. And I think that was probably one of the biggest because we felt like we still were the underdogs coming into being that we wanted. We still feel like we had something to prove. And, and I just, we keeps us going and keep us motivated. And I feel like this year is the same thing. Definitely. And the the seeding's not out yet, but as most people can imagine, I don't think Overseas Elite will be a two seed this year. Um, and you guys obviously, uh, you know, for, again, for the new TBT fans here, two-time champions, back-to-back, you guys didn't enter in 2014. You won in 2015 and 2016. But for those that don't know, you guys actually showed up with just five players that first weekend in 2015 uh, for that first game. Then you got a six-man, I believe, for the second game of the last two games. Yeah. But going into that tournament, can you – I mean, when you found out that you're only going to have five guys there for, a, at that point, a $1 million tournament, did you really believe – like, could you ever picture that you guys would end up where you're at now, going from five players your first weekend to two-time defending champions? Definitely did not. I mean, it's like something that you'll, like, always remember, like – uh, it's a story that no one Cinderella stories has been that we went from five guys from me not even knowing if I would participate in the TBT and then to uh, winning the championship the first year it was like it was like I couldn't believe it it was like a dream come true then second year I mean I think guys were really more like okay we won it so now we looking forward to this and I think this year now you see so many players are trying to join this uh, tournament. It's, 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 I think every year it just gets bigger and more players uh, want to join it because they see how the possibility of winning this money is is capable, how capable it is. And I think that's what um, that's really what the tournament is about. Absolutely. And uh, you guys, obviously, uh, overseas elite, obviously a, kind of a, a mantra to you guys all having great uh, overseas professional careers. I mean, you, you've kind of played all over the world. And I know you were in China this year and you were in Germany also this year. Do you guys, do you, when you're on the road playing other teams, do you have other guys talking to you about TBT, like wanting to join up on the team or asking you about it now that you're, you guys are kind of the face of TBT? Like how much is this going around when you're Man. overseas? How much are people talking about it? It's amazing. To be honest with you, it's amazing. It's like not even just it's everywhere I go. Like people remember me because of the TVT. Like, oh, I, I watched. And you'd be like, wow. So many people you, you didn't even expect was watching and tuned in. And it was just like unreal. Like even in NBA, I go to NBA, guys like Dollar Nard, and you, you hear them mention things like, yeah, I watched the TVT. And I'm like, he's like, this is, this is big. Like everyone was tuned in. So uh, I think it, it's, the exposure-wise, I think definitely uh, everyone's tuning in, and I think more more places I went, more people was like, "Oh, I'm watching! I'm watching the next year." People are looking forward to it. Also, players. I mean, this year, so many players hit me like I got any spots. I'm like, man, I don't think anybody's going to lead a team. Just saying, we won it two years in a row, so 
really no spots. Definitely you see a lot of players want to join the team, but it's just, I mean, they, they see the opportunity, and but it's, it's really just hard for us to really add any more players than that. We wanted two years in a row. We kind of want to stick to our identity and just add a few pieces around that. Definitely, and uh, I can imagine how many people uh, want to join the champs. You mentioned that you guys brought in really a, a great year for you guys. You are, you brought in uh, Dewan Blair, who everyone knows from his NBA time at Pittsburgh. You brought in Justin Burrell, who played in a TBT championship game uh, with Team Barstool before you guys entered TBT in 2014. And you also brought in Oliver Lafayette, who's a very good, he's had a great overseas career. Just talk about them for a little bit for the new, or for the overseas elite fans, new TBT fans. What, what are they going to bring to your team? I think they'll be big. I mean, I mean, of course, the relationship uh, goes a long way with all of us. Like, that's how our team is built. It's just they build off guys having a relationship with all these players or from one player and just connect them like that. Like, me, Blair, six for an age, one of my closest friends, best friends, who just grew up. So, And then you got Justin Burrell, who went to St. John. So it's like a connection between – almost every player, and I think they're they're huge. I mean, just to get a guy like Blair to line a guy like that who's probably got a lot of motivation, and I'm sure he wants to show everyone that he's the NBA. That's big, just having someone who who has a, who feels almost like the underdog like our team and feel like he has something to prove. And Justin Burrell, I, I know what he do. I mean, everyone knows the TBT tournament, how he plays. But I think we added some three great pieces. I think the definitely help our team a lot just being that every year tournament teams are getting better and better and you have to uh, add something you have to continue to get better as well I think uh, our three additions will is going to help us tremendously and Burrell, obviously, like I mentioned, played in that uh, inaugural TBT championship game. When you guys were recruiting him, is that something he really talked about? Obviously, everyone wants to win TBT, but with him getting so close the last couple of years, did he mention or kind of talk about how this is really kind of an opportunity for him to get over the hill and finally win one? Um, actually, Burrell has been positive playing with us. I don't really know how it slipped away or anything like that, but... I mean, just being at the St. John's relationship, me, Horn, and uh, I know him and Andrew was very close. So, I mean, this year we was finally able to get it together. Like, okay, are you, are you playing? I think now it has officially happened. I think that is good for us and good for our team. I mean, that's, that's a big piece because, I mean, last year we, a lot of teams, you see, we were playing small, but I don't think that's, it can work sometimes, but I don't think you're going to be able to keep, continue winning the tournament playing small ball. So it's good to get two big guys who's, who's really athletic and handle the paint. And that's, I think that's, that's great for us. Definitely, and obviously adding that with John Dre and um, even, you know, uh, Kane plays a little bit bigger than he is. So, uh, you know, really good core now uh, in the front court for you guys. Uh, what about, I, I always found interesting the job that Colin's done with you, Colin Curtin, the coach, because it can't be an easy job for him to have to, uh, I know you guys all know each other, but to have to that quickly put together um, a team and get you guys playing together, just talk about the job he's done with you guys. Oh man, he's been great for some coach like that who never coached none of us, none of us, none of these players, and just be able to adapt and uh, adapt so quick, and just be able to uh, really coach so much pressure from game to game. And you know, I mean, I know the players love him, all of us love him because he's like a player coach. I mean, we could easily talk to him if we see something on the court that we think that's worth, 
or it's not working, we could easily talk to him and he and he give us the leeway to, to change things. So I think that's great. And he makes some big time in game adjustments. So I think he's been great for us. And we like him as a coach. I mean, if it's it's still working, so there's no reason to change it. So we're looking forward to him having him back this year. I know he's going to be more prepared than the last two years. We got a chance to make history. So he's been great. I'm looking forward to playing for him again. I was going to ask because you mentioned how you guys don't really, you know, you haven't had a chance to get together to really prepare before a tournament. But game to game, how much preparation do you do? Like you win a game on Saturday. How much are you prepping for that team on Sunday? Or are you just kind of coming in and playing your own game? We really stick to what we play, our identity. Always, the only things we know, I mean, he'll probably tell us, like, guys who's been effective so far from the tournament, like, this is who we need to stop, who's the main players and scorers and like that. But as far as our identity, we're going to play who we are and make teams adjust to that. But as far as defensively, we just, I mean, we know the matchups and which players are what. You pretty much got to, you pretty much are familiar with all these players as well, so you know which players can do what and which players need to be stopped for us to win. So I think that's what makes it so great that we have so many versatile players. So it really doesn't affect us too much, man. We really need a game plan on a player or a system because we all pretty much can guard anyone on the court. So I think that's really to our advantage. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, you look at guys like Fogg, Horn, and, and what they give you defensively uh, as well as we were, you know, talking about offensively too. Uh, all right, the, the moment that everyone's going to remember from you is that championship game, that chase down block of Marcus Hall. How often do people mention that or bring that up to you? I mean, I, I mean, I was surprised. A lot of people, I mean, a lot of people who watch, like, man, I was a big time hustle play, man. That's, and that's what, like, TBT is about. Like, money's on the line. Guys are laying it out, not giving up no plays. So I think that's what's just so great about TBT. You see guys competing like like college players and but with that professional – it's a professional athletes. You just see, like, every game guys are leaving it all out there. And this is a summer tournament. Of course, money's on the line. But I think fans enjoy that as well, that there's, they're watching something where guys are really going hard. And I think that's what makes the TBT tournament. I want you to be honest with me here. You guys were down 20 to City of Gods in the semifinals uh, and then down 20 to Team Colorado in the championship game. At any point in those two games, are you doubting that you guys win the championship? It wasn't doubt, but it was more like, wow, we came this far, and it was like, we can't lose like this. Like I, One thing about these guys is like, I just they don't never feel like negative or feel like we're out of the game. Like, and I think that's just what was so good about us. Like if one player felt like that, the team I know I like had time me, Colorado game, I was like pissed. I'm like, I gotta do something better and guys like, don't worry, you're gonna be good. They there to pick me up like second half, you're gonna be great. Like we know, we know how this team was just hot. So I think that's the good thing about good thing about my team. How I was going to ask you just a random like who is it who's the toughest player you've ever played against in TBT wasn't Marcus Hall in that Team Colorado championship game or who's the toughest player you've had to go against? Uh, he definitely. I mean, the performance he had like some of the shots he was making were like it was ridiculous. I'm like maybe this is not for us. He was coming down shooting off one leg and fadeaways and things like that. I was. I mean, of course, uh, but the year before, uh, the guy had the same, I think, a Hall. I mean, not. Devin White. David? I'm not sure. The, Devin White. Yeah. He had a, almost pretty much the same type of performance. So it's like, 
I mean, we know guys can score the ball. Like, these guys are professional. Most of these guys are probably the top player in their country in their league. So we know it's not going to be one player is going to get it. we got to be prepared for each player. Someone's going to try to come out and get off. But uh, them two right there definitely was, as far as in the tournament, I mean, their performances were, like, almost unreal. They almost single-handedly beat us, both both players. So I think them two players right there, just two players that I will have to uh, say. Yeah, and they both of those teams really beefed up. Uh, you mentioned how teams are really starting to get great talent. They've both beefed up as well. Uh, all right, we talked before we got on. This is uh, the moment that people are going to want to hear on the podcast. So uh, for the people who listen every week, we had Marcus Morris on a couple weeks ago. Uh, your guy, Marcus Morris, mm-hmm. playing for the Detroit Pistons. He coaches Team Foe in TBT, family over everything it stands for. Um, and he said on this very podcast, if they play overseas elite it's a wrap they're going to beat you guys they're going to end your run so I, I knew I had to get someone on I knew you wore that um, that that faux shirt before the championship game I know you're buddies with him so the floor is yours to respond to Marcus uh, I think I mean he's the booster of the team so he, I think he should feel that way I mean <laughs> if that's his team he should feel like he should feel confident in him but I don't think no one really wants to play us to be honest with you I don't think a team would be like I don't think no team's happy that overseas elite is in a in a region or <laughs> or if they have to run into them. It just wouldn't make sense. I mean, team never lost. Why would you want to play them? So I, I mean, I've, I understand his confidence. I mean, it's his team. He should support him about that. But I'm pretty sure he. I, I I'm pretty sure I like my group of guys. And uh, I mean, we're not in the same region, but hopefully we meet and we can see that. That would be that'd be fun to watch. It'd be definitely something we look forward to, and I know they will too. So. I mean, hopefully they can come out of their region. I mean, I, I mean they got a tough region, uh, so they they got a lot of business to do. They got a lot to handle. We just won in one game at a time. We see them, we'll be glad to match up against anybody. I mean, we know everybody, not just them. I mean, I'm sure that's just one person who probably came out outspoken and said it, but I'm sure every team feel that way. And yeah, we've we've actually. I ask it to everyone we have on, and you're right; they all do. Um, I was going to say, is there <laughs> yeah. one team in particular who you'd like to play in TBT, like who you've watched and you would enjoy playing against? Would, would it be Foe? Is there any in, you know team in particular? No, nah, there's no team in particular. <laughs> I mean, we're we're, thir- we're we're thirteen and zero, so there's not really no team where we feel like we need revenge. We're just looking forward to to winning, to continue winning. Whoever's in our way. We trying to uh, our goal is to beat them and just continue winning. And that's we don't we don't really we're not looking forward to no teams. There's no teams. I mean, I'm sure teams are looking forward to us just being that we want it back to back. But we're our goal, we just worry about ourselves and control. We do one game at a time and hopefully we get back to there. I mean, it ain't gonna be easy. We know that. We know it's every year is gonna be tough. And I mean, like last year, our first round games and first two games, we we had tough ones. Yeah, like we we squeaked them out. So. Well, it's not easy. I mean, you just got to find a way to win. And that's what we've been able to do the last two years, just find ways to win. We got to try to continue that. I personally would love to watch you guys play, folks. So hopefully that ends up uh, happening out. And it would have to be in the semifinals. So hopefully that ends up uh, coming to fruition. Uh, real quick, I don't want to keep you too much longer. You've been very generous with your time. But you have had a great career, obviously, other than TBT overseas. You've played uh, Summer League. You've played in the D League. You've played in Germany, China. Uh, what's kind of, you know, your favorite moment professionally other than TBT? You know, I know you won a D League title or you've won. You played very well 
well in Germany. What's your favorite um, moment overseas? Um, I mean, I think each season or each experience, I found something in that in that season or something that really was like something I'll always look back on. Like every, so it's like every every place is different experience, and that you'll always remember. Like Germany, uh, one player of the year when I was there, uh, offensive player of the year, most efficient player. And uh, that just just that team was good. I always remember that. And, uh, I mean, China is a, a great experience. It's been so many different different type of basketball. So many great or former NBA players over there. So that's something I always remember. Like every experience, I think I, I learned something from each experience, and I just try to continue to have success. Just keep being pushing from there. I was gonna. I'm always fascinated with people who go to China or Japan, like literally all the way across the world. What was the biggest off the court adjustment to like living, you know, your life in living everyday life in China? Oh, China, the food. The food was man. At the time, <laughs> everything else was good in China, but the food, man, it was it was very hard to adjust to. I mean, it was just there really was no really no good food. I just found myself really eating bad, like a lot of fast food stuff like that. Just on a daily basis, it just—I think that's the biggest adjustment. DJ, again, you've been very generous with your time. Real quick for the people listening at home, why should they go vote for Overseas Elite right now? Go vote for Overseas Elite, two-time defending champion. We're looking to make history three times. I mean, history. We're looking to three-peat. I mean, they haven't been done in sports in a while, so we're looking to make history. And I think we're just a great group of guys. If you follow us, you'll love how we play. We play hard. and uh, Just join a team as a family. I, mean, I think looking forward to it. I mean, a lot of guys are tuning in, get the vote in. I mean, you can put your vote in. Win a lot of money if you pick the right team. You had tw- uh, 200000 of the $2 million at stake. You're a Pittsburgh guy. Real quick, do the Penguins wrap it up, or does Nashville force a Game 7? Pins wrap it up. We don't <laughs> want to go 7. Even though it'll be nice, but I mean Nashville's home is is ridiculous when they play at home and the fans in Nashville is it's ridiculous. But uh, I think I think I think we wrap it up tonight. I, I think we wrap it up in six. And you were there for the last game, so front and center for that Penguins run. Hopefully, before a long overseas elite run. DJ Kennedy, two-time TBT champion with overseas elite. DJ, we really appreciate your time. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Look forward to seeing you.